0: ربي تسبقنا اليها وتنثر وردانا من مقالتيها يرفرف سعدنا في كل درب فيبتاه ارسال الضعف عليها
1: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to the e-waves of the Voice of the Cape if you've just tuned in on 91.3 FM stereo 89.8, 90.9, 95.8 as well as www.vocfm.co.za. My name is Muhammad Faseek Peterson coming to you in the program uh, Helping Your Marriage also known as Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage and that is of course uh, on a Sunday as we do every a week for standing in for bitanaji Devaji this uh, time around but of course uh, we will be looking at uh, the issue of marriage once again and we invite your sms's at all times on number 47913, 47913. of course this program is not live this morning so if you have any sms's you like to send you may send them but they'll only be read next week inshallah i mean well this morning I have the honor and privilege of having in studio with me none other than Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel Sheikh alaikum and welcome to the program
2: Wa alaykum Assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Muhammad Fasih and uh, great honor and
1: privilege to have you with us today Subhanallah Shukran Sheikh Once again speaking about the topic of marriage A very important one As we know every marriage is a microcosm of society And looking at uh, the role that marriage plays In our lives Subhanallah That is a product of where we come from Subhanallah And it goes to show that it has an impact on the development of human being. So today, inshallah, we will be discussing marriage We will be talking about it, and we will be answering a few questions as well, inshallah. Sheikh, wa alaikum alaikum Shukran,
2: Muhammad Fasiq. Bismillah <laughs> ar-Rahman rahim Alhamdulillah, rabbil al-alamin. Wa al-salat salam ala sidi Murselin wa imamil al-muttaqin sidi wa habibina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Rabbi sharh li sadri wa yisr li amri wa alul aqad lisani li saniyafqaw qawli. Allahumma la taqilni ila nafsi tarfata ainin wala aqalla min My beloved and wonderful mothers and fathers, and beloved and wonderful sisters and brothers, and beloved and wonderful youth and children, and dear listeners of the voice of the Cape, I once again have the honor to greet you with the universal greetings of love and peace and honor and respect and tolerance and mercy. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the favours that Allah has bestowed upon us. And we thank Allah for the greatest favour and that is to be part of the ummah of Sayyidina Muhammadin so sallallahu wa We can't thank Allah enough that Allah has granted, to, granted us the honour to be part of the ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we bear testimony that no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone. And we also bear testimony that our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu is the greatest and the final message of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Al-Qa'il, the one that said Man Salla Alayya Salatan Mukhlisan Min Qalbihi Sallallahu Alaihi Ashram Who ever puts one salah on Rasulullah Mukhlisan Min Qalbihi Sincerely from the heart Sincerely from the heart with feeling, with meaning Allah Subhanahu will put 10 Salawat from Allah on you And on me and that means ten mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we continuously remind one another that we take it a bit further if Allah grant us the honor to put a hundred salawat on Rasulullah every day then you can rest assured that Allah puts a thousand a thousand mercy from you from Allah on you a thousand can you imagine a thousand mercy from Allah every day on you and Allah will raise you a thousand darajat and Allah will write down for you as if you've done a thousand good deeds And wipe out a thousand of your sins So as usual, please join me So that Allah subhan can immediately bless The whole of Cape Town and the whole of South Africa, inshallah
3: Allahumma <laughs> salli ala sayyidina Muhammadin nabi صلي وسلم اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد Wa النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala
2: wa wa Once again, beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and dear listeners of the voice of the Cape, It's a great honor and a privilege for me to be with you in your homes, in your kitchens in your rooms in your vehicles wherever you are in Cape Town in South Africa all over the world and once again just remember that you are very close to the airwaves a air waves of the voice of the cape and you are very close to our hearts last week we spoke about the importance of remembering Allah in the first part of our program for the first half an hour or a little little bit more we speak about uh, duas and and dhikr and and then last week we spoke about the the great importance of dhikrullah And and that we that we should remember Allah in abundance and consistently. And based on the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad, mm-hmm. salam, Ala a'amalikum wa inda shouldn't I inform you of the best deeds ever that you can do in this world? The best actions and your most purified deeds by Allah and it will be the cause that Allah will raise you high darajat in the Akhirah it's even better says Rasulullah than spending your gold and silver in the path of Allah and giving Sadaqah and it's even better meeting your enemies on the battlefield and the Sahaba than us No, no. what is this, that, that uh, best deed Ya Rasulullah and the Nabi Muhammad said Dhikrullah the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we make use of the opportunity to 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 once again remind us that we must increase to say La ilaha illallah and that we say it sincerely, sincerely. What's the meaning of sincerely? The Nabi Muhammad was asked, Ya Rasulullah, um what is the meaning of saying sincerely? Because Rasulullah said whosoever says sincerely La ilaha illallah, dakhala al Jannah will enter a Jannah. And then the Nabi Muhammad said it is to by saying sincerely when that Dhikr of la ilaha illallah keeps you away from all haram doings it keeps you away from all haram this is a very important hadith when la ilaha illallah
1: keeps you away from all haram doings the voice of sheikh ibrahim gabriel this is the program negotiating pathways to a successful marriage we gonna take a break and when we come back we'll continue stay tuned on vsc 91.3 fm <laughs>
0: وتنثور وردانا من مقلتيها يرفيف الصيف سعدونا في كل درب فيبتاهي إرسال الطافي عليها
1: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, and welcome to Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage on this Sunday afternoon or morning, rather, it's still morning, uh, with myself, Muhammad Fazilik Peterson, and uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's uh, this morning, speaking about uh, marriages, speaking about the importance of uh, maintaining that relationship, and she also before the break, elaborating on uh, the declaration uh, of La ilaha illallah and the conditions attached to gaining the highest reward in terms of the statement of la ilaha
2: illallah so uh, my dear ones I, I always try to remember myself, to remind myself and to, to remind my honourable mothers and fathers and brothers that two years ago when I went to Yemen somebody showed me a person that says every day 10,000 times la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah now just imagine we say it in abundance and I, I as I've suggested last week don't let us start with 10,000, let, let, let us rather start with 100 or 200 or 300 and from here we grow and we grow, inshallah one day may Allah grant us to be of those people who say 10,000 times La ilaha illallah and just imagine saying it sincerely, What what's the meaning of sincerely and this is important to remember so that we can tell our children and our grandchildren and those around us, the meaning of saying La ilaha illallah sincerely it's not standing up in the middle of the night and sitting in a dark corner and saying la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah. No, the meaning of saying la ilaha illallah sincerely when by saying la ilaha illallah keeps you away from all haram doings. It's so beautiful. And we also last week, we em- emphasized the importance of the following dhikr. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. And we we, he reminded one another that our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam wa says kalam in Allah arba'un. The most beloved words to Allah It's four words La It doesn't matter with which one you start And then the Nabi Muhammad said to us the four words Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. My dear listeners of the voice of the Cape, we don't want to miss out. If Rasulullah says that these words are the most beloved to Allah, then we must increase. Imagine Allah says in the Quran, Ya dhikran kathira Oh, you believe, remember Allah in abundance. Now we must organize ourselves, as I've said last week, and in, in saying these words in abundance, inshallah. Let us organize ourselves properly, because our beloved Nabi Muhammad said to us that the dhikrullah is the best that you can do whilst you are in this world. So once again, we don't want to miss out. And last week, we also said, let us find a way to remind ourselves, to remind ourselves, how are we going to remember to remember Allah? For example, we suggested, you can paste up somewhere in the house, on the fridge, on your mirror, in the roo- in your room, wherever. For example stating, don't forget the remembrance of Allah. Don't forget the remembrance of Allah. Or you can uh, paste on your on your uh, notice, remember Allah in abundance. Or you can write down, remember Allah and Allah will remember you. Allahu Akbar. And we also suggested that, ask one of your close friends or your or one of your family members to remind you on a daily basis. Or every second day or every third day uh, Ibrahim or Ahmed or Muhammad Fasih um, Did you remember to remember Allah? It's going to help us It's going to help us People normally phone one another with other reminders uh, My sister or my cousin Don't forget the clicks It's got a grand sale It's got a good sale You're going to benefit You're going to save uh, why, can't remember, why can't we uh, remember one another Or remind, remind one another Of the great benefits of the Zikrullah Today again we are going to learn uh, more du'as and more dhikr that's going to benefit us but let us quickly go back to last week's du'a. And this du'a is the du'a of Nabi Ibrahim and it is so important that Allah has made it an ayah of the Holy Quran, Allahu Akbar. Allah has made it an ayah of the Quran so that we can benefit and remember Allah, Says in the Holy Quran, al la This Quran, the whole Quran is a guidance, is a form of guidance for the people of Taqwa. So part of the guidance is Allah want to teach us the dua of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam said that we can also do it and make it and benefit. And such an important dua. Rabbi Jaalni. Nabi Ibrahim, the greatest Nabi after the Nabi Muhammad he didn't t- uh, take it for granted that he's a Nabi and he will make his Salah no, he asked from Allah oh Allah, make me steadfast in the Salah Rabbi ja'alni muqim as salati and he didn't uh, think because he's a Nabi his children and his grandchildren will automatically be steadfast in the Salah no, he made dua for his children and his offspring that Allah must make them in granting the honor to be steadfast in the Salah, Rabb, Ja'alni mukim al-Salati, wamin dzuriyati Rabbana wa-taqabbal du'a. Rabb, j'Alni mukim al-Salati, wamin dzuriyati Rabbana wa-taqabbal du'a. Dear listeners, I'm so very proud. One of our mothers, she especially, found me to 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 hear if she says the word correctly. And alhamdulillah there was only one word that that i told her you to must press on the shadda dhurriyyati must press on the ra and the ya wa min and after i said it to her twice and thrice she was she was able to to say it correctly and that is the spirit of 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 our listeners of the voice of the cave. they just love to learn the us, and they write it down and they ask to write it down again and to repeat it so um those who haven't um, memorized it yet, make, make sure that you're going to learn it and memorize it. And especially in our sujood when we make salah, we say, Rabbi ja'alni salati wa min Oh Allah, my Creator, my Nourisher, my Cherisher, may grant me the honor to be steadfast on the salah. وَمِن ذُرِّيَّةِ And also my offspring, my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren and, um, and all along. رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَاءُ Oh Allah, our Creator, accept our duas. Allah Akbar. So, once again, رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاتِ وَمِن ذُرِّيَّةِ رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَاءُ رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي O oh Allah, grant me to be steadfast in the Salah and my offspring. Oh Allah, accept our du'as. So, Jamaat Musameen, dear listeners, uh, this is the du'a of Nabi Ibrahim, and that we also make this du'a continuously, inshallah. And as I've said last week, the ulama say, some of the ulama say, with the barak of this du'a, you will notice. That your children, your children, they will be uh, out of their own, they will make their salah, inshallah.
1: Once again, the voice of uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. This is the program Negotiating Partners to a Successful Marriage. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue. Stay tuned. <laughs> assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh welcome back to voice of the cape 91.3 FM and also if in the borland you're tuned to 95.8 fm I'm in studio with uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels We're in the program Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage And uh, Sheikh was speaking before the break about uh, various du'as Mentioning various du'as uh, that one can make to bring you closer to Allah Subhanahu And pausing on that Sheikh for a moment is that yeah. we shouldn't be selfish with this yes. knowledge It's not just, okay, I learned it, du'as, I must recite it But we speak about the fact that we have fathers in homes and mothers in homes Who are the leaders yeah. of these homes and they should teach these du'as to the kids they should make it in congregation So that not only do they benefit But also their children And it becomes inherent in them oh, wow. uh,
2: That's, that's a, such a, a vital uh, point uh, Muhammad Fasir Because uh, those children Even uh, after the demise of their mothers and fathers Or, or grandmothers and grand- They will always remember That my mother and my father taught me this dua. And I, I think another important point That you've made is the uh, in, in congregation In other words even the small children, they hear the continuously dua and, and they will, out of themselves, learn and memorize those duas, inshallah. Rabbi ja'alni, muqima salati, min dhuriyati, rabbana wa taqabbal dua. So, uh, once again, dear listeners, <coughs> um, today's dua, uh, or do, do, do the duas of today, is more than one dua, uh, are so important, especially in the context of the current state of affairs. In South Africa and in Cape Town the amount of crime so so the du'as of today is about seeking protection from Allah against uh, break-ins, theft, hijacking, murder and so many other things. Allah Akbar. May Allah protect us. Amen. So, so this is the, the du'as of today are very very crucial and very important. So my dear beloved ones, make sure that when you leave the house you leave with your right foot, like the Nabi Muhammad taught us, and you say, Bismillah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Bismillah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Because uh, it is recorded and narrated by Anas Ibn Malik, that our oh, beloved Nabi Muhammad said, Man qala, Ya'ani, idha kharaja min bayti whosoever says, in other words when he leaves his house Bismillah tawakkaltu ala Allah la hawla wala quwata illa billah it will be said unto him Wudita, wa kufita wa huqita wa tanaha anu shaytan four things will happen it will be said you have been guided Allahu Akbar and your needs will be fulfilled for the day. And listen to the third one. And you will have the divine protection from Allah. Allahu Akbar. You will have the divine protection from Allah. Because you say, Bismillah, I'm leaving the house in the name of Allah. Tawakkaltu ala Allah. And I put my full trust in Allah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. There's no might and there's no power except for the might and power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so look at the results when you say these verses, Rasulullah it will be said unto you Hudita wa kufita wa wukita, wa, an, wa you have been guided your needs will be fulfilled and you will have the divine protection from Allah and the shaitan will still will stay far away from you Allahu Akbar so uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm absolutely convinced and sure that all the listeners will will agree what I've said right at the beginning. That the du'as of today's program are so important in the context of the current situation in South Africa and the amount of crime. So once again, when we leave the house, we make sure that we as mothers and fathers and our children, our grandchildren, whoever is is in the house, read, leave the house in this manner. Bismillah, I leave the house in the name of Allah. Yes. The meaning of Bismillah is I begin in the name of Allah But in the context of you leaving the house You're actually saying I'm leaving the house in the name of Allah And my dear listeners The way, the reason why I'm saying it in that way is Because that is the way that we need to say it Bismillah With that feeling I leave the house in the name of Allah Not just walk out and say By the way Bismillah No say it with meaning and feeling Allahu Akbar Bismillah Tawakkaltu ala Allah la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah Bismillahi tawakkaltu ala Allah la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah So it means in, I leave the house in the name of Allah Tawakkaltu ala Allah I put my full trust in Allah وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ And there's no might and power except for the might and power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the reason why I'm saying, I put my full trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is because we make use of other things. We are very uh, cautious also. But we don't depend on these things. We put our full trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as Allah says in Quran, And enough is Allah as your protector Allah Akbar and one of the ulama say I've, I've read it recently if Allah is your protector and your helper you don't need anybody else Allahu Akbar Allah says himself and enough is Allah as your protector and as your helper and Allah says to us in Quran let the believers put their trust in Allah let the believers Put the trust in Allah. Bismillah. Tawakkaltu ala La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. My dear listeners, it is very easy to learn. Bismillah. Everyone knows. Uh, Bismillah. Tawakkaltu ala Allahi. Tawakkaltu alallahu. I put my trust in Allah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. So once again, Bismillah. Tawakkaltu ala La hawla wa la
1: quwwata And uh, on that note, we're going to go for a break. You tune to negotiating pathways to a successful marriage uh, with uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's. When we come back, we will continue. Stay tuned.
0: يروف سعدونا في كل دربٍ فيبتاج السالب في علينا
1: alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Welcome back to the program Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage with uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels this morning giving us some beautiful nasiqah uh, and some uh, advices on dua's that we can recite for the protection of ourselves and of our families as well as also to bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now, Sheikh, uh, in looking at the dua's that we are making especially when we say we're putting our trust uh, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we are leaving the house um that needs to, I would imagine, materialize not only in the sense of saying, but rather to say also that my actions must be in tune with that. Yeah. Because as I'm leaving the house, I'm putting my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so therefore I shouldn't worry yeah. about what is behind me. Yes, yes, I
2: must only look forward, subhanallah. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, uh, Fazekh, um, that is a very, very crucial point because I, I feel also that. Uh, Sometimes we are uh, 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 over anxious and, 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 and we stress too much You know, that is such a vital point, uh, you know, uh, that's what Allah says fal let the mu'minin put their trust in Allah So if you say, tawakkal put my trust in Allah, you leave it in the hands of Allah You just do your duty, you need to lock the door, you need to lock your uh, the motor, your vehicle's door and everything You take all precautions but after you've done your duty, you leave the rest in the hands of Allah Subhanahu. So, shukran for that vital point, uh, Muhammad Waseem.
1: Inshallah. Well, the reason uh, why one raises this question sometimes is that people they are saying, I make dua and all of these things, but the reality is. How do you see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Mm. How do you look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. as your protector? Yes. If sometimes you're yakin in your gorilla lock or in yes. your trail door, yes. uh, not to mention any brand names here, but um, sometimes people sometimes even forget to mention the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And uh, then we find a situation where people, uh, they're yakin in, in something that is material, yes. and they forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who ultimately protects. subhanAllah. Shukran for that. Uh, um.
2: A reminder Muhammad Fasih, I, I, I would uh, Love to believe that the, the listeners also will appreciate that reminder because uh, As we've said that we put our trust in Allah and we must live according to to that statement inshallah. and the second um, uh, we, we, We're going to take some more time about uh, uh, This issue because I just feel that um, uh, All of us here in Cape Town in South Africa would agree that uh, we, we need uh, All these reminders Because um, People are living in, in in fear, and and the uh, you know and unfortunately the situation in South Africa it's it's a uh, it's in a bad state. May Allah subhanahu wa taala grant it to become again. To to I don't know if it's possible, but inshallah we 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 make du'a we ask Allah okay. subhanahu wa taala because I can remember when I was a young man, uh, you could put the uh, milk bottle outside with the money inside, and then leave it there for a few hours, and the milky man will come and. Take the money and put the milk, and the milk will also stand for there for another hour, and then mummy or Daddy will take the milk. But uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, the situation now is much, much worse. May Allah
1: protect. May um, Allah protect. I mean, sh- and the sad part is now, if that were to happen in today's day and age, not only would they steal the money, they'd steal the bottle as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the bottle too. Yeah. The, the second advice for uh, our protection, uh, and and we are so. Fortunate to be, to be believers and 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 the ummah and the umma of Rasulullah uh, is to read Ayatul Kursi after each and every salah, uh, Jamaatul muslimin and dear listeners, and uh, all of us we must take these advice very very serious. The situation is serious, so we must take this this advice very very serious and implement it. That's the meaning of taking it serious. So read Ayatul Kursi, which is the greatest. Ayah in the holy Quran can you imagine there are so many thousands of ayat ayatul kursi is considered to be the greatest ayah in the whole Quran so you read the greatest ayah after each and every what and just before you go and sleep in fact there's a narration that says that if you read ayatul kursi in the night Allah will protect not only your house but 40 houses of the neighbors around you, Allah, but because of the power of Ayatul Kursi. Allah, la ilaha illa huwa al one al-qayyum, la whos sinatun one whos the one whos the one whos the one whos the negotiating
1: pathways to successful marriage with Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's on the voice of the Cape <laughs>
0: يروي فوسعدون في <تصفيق> كل دربٍ فيبتاه للسال الله في عليهم.
1: Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to VSC 91.3 FM also broadcasting on 89.8 and 90.9 in the two oceans and if you're out in the Burland, you're picking us up on 95.8 FM We in studio with Sheikh uh, Ibrahim Gabriels and Sheikh has been mentioning some beautiful du'as before uh, the break as well as also delving into this very powerful ayat al Kursi of the Qur'an which many of us are, um, are familiar with which we recite we Hopefully many of us recite before we go to bed as well at night And Sheikh was explaining the, 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 the importance and the potency of this Fatasha. Muhammad
2: uh, Muslimin. Uh, as you've seen, uh, said that we're going to extend uh, you know, the, the du'as and dhikr today Because of the importance And in fact uh, part of negotiating part with the successful marriage uh, Is as uh, Muhammad Fasih has indicated earlier That we teach it to our children so, so we can, uh, after you have written down all these du'as, you gather your children and whoever is in the house and you share it with one another and, 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 and explain the importance uh, for, for, for their protection and for the safety of everybody and and you know, I, I just think thought about it now, that about a few days ago, uh, I very seldom make my salah at home because I make most of my salah uh, in the masjid so uh, this particular day I, I made salah with my wife and my uh, the two children are still left in the house, uh, Rabi and Abdul Basid. And then uh, after the salah, I said to them, I would love uh, each one of us to share a hadith with one another. And I promise you, it was so beautiful. Allah Akbar, it was so beautiful. So so that is also negotiating part to a successful marriage. You know, children just love to learn beautiful things from their mother and their fathers. They just love to, to that family come together and, and we do things together. And especially when it comes to, uh, things that are connected to Allah and connected to our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So yes, um, my dear listeners, uh, reading Ayatul Kursi, we must be very serious about uh, our protection and our safety here in this country. InshaAllah, we're with, with with taking the advice of all these beautiful reminders. Allah will protect us. Uh, our beloved Nabi Muhammad said to us in a very important hadith that Allah is exactly how a believer think of Allah. So, if you and me think that with uh, if I'm going to do all these things, uh, the du'as and the dhikr, Allah will protect us, then Allah will protect you. Allah will. You know, this is an, an amazing hadith that Rasulullah says that Allah is exactly how a believer think of Allah. Allahu Akbar. So, uh, reading Ayatul Kursi after each and every waqt and before we go into sleep, that will be part of our protection against. Uh, evil and uh, breaking ins and and hijacking and so many other evil and crimes in, in the country and in the world today the third one uh, my dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and honorable youth and children uh, I want to uh, remind you that Nabi Ya'aqoob when he sent his children to Egypt he read the following words and it is recorded in the Holy Quran because of its importance he said, فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِظَىٰ فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِظَىٰ وَهُوَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ Imagine the words that Nabi Ya'qub as a protection for his children. Allah is the best of protectors. Allah Akbar. فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِظَىٰ My dear listeners, wallahi you must write all these words down. It is so crucial, it is so important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us all these beautiful words as a protection. That's why Allah has revealed it. As I've said earlier, the dua, the dua of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, there are many du'as that all the Anbiya made. But at certain of the du'as, Allah has made it ayats of the Qur'an. Allah has revealed it in the Qur'an. So Nabi Ya'qub said when, he's, when he sent his children, he said, فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِظَةٌ فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ وَهُوَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ Allah is the best of protectors, whilst Allah is the most merciful one to show mercy. Allah is the most merciful. Allahu akbar. حَافِظَىٰ I'm going to say it slowly again, because I know some people would love us to repeat it and repeat it so that they can write it down. فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِضَى فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِضَى وَهُوَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ And taking you back to the important point that was made by Muhammad Faseekh earlier that we must share this important and valuable advice. We give it to our children, we give it to our neighbours, we give it to our friends to read the words that was read by Nabi alayhi salam when he sent his children to Egypt. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us with these words that we, that, uh, that we read it continuously and every day for ourselves and for our children. Once again I want to say dear listeners, Allah has placed these words in the Quran so that we can make use of it for protection from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ وَهُوَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ وَهُوَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ Dear listeners, we, all, we make dua for our children and for ourselves, but we also make dua for our neighbors. We also make dua for our extended families. We also make dua for our friends. And we say, Oh Allah, on behalf of my families, my neighbors, my friends, all those close to me, and for all Muslim men and all people in the world, I'm reading, Remember, Nabi Akub read it for his children. His children were leaving to go to Egypt. Allahu Akbar. And on behalf of them, he read these words. So we can also say, well, Allah, I read, I read these words on behalf of my children, of my extended families. My neighbors, my friends For all the Muslimin Or for all the people in the world Because we as Muslims We came as a rahmatan lil alameen We can't make dua For a, a non-Muslim after his demise But while that person is alive We can make dua We can make dua for our Christian neighbors Allah must protect them Allahu Akbar Fallahu khayrun wa Wahuwa arhamur rahimin Fallahu khayrun with law, and the meaning is, Allah is the, Allah is the best of protectors. Allah is the best of protectors, and He, Allah, is the most merciful of all those who have mercy. You can't compare the mercy of Allah. Allah is the most merciful of all those who have mercy. There are other uh, creation of Allah that have got mercy. A mother's got a mercy for a, ch- for a child. A father's got mercy. A brother's got mercy for his sister or his brother. And for a person who's got mercy for your parents. But Allah is the most, the most merciful. Allah Akbar. So before we go away uh, 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 again,
1: Fallahu خَيْرٌ حَافِظَىٰ so, the voice of uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, and this is the program Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage. on the voice of the Cape. Uh, we'll be back after this.
0: نور الخريف وسعدونا في كل درب فيبتاهي الارسال
1: الضافي عليها Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi barakatuh. Welcome back to the program, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage with uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's uh, this uh, afternoon, and of course, Sheikh before the break, mentioning some du'a's, sharing some du'a's with us that we can recite in order to seek Allah's pleasure, and uh, also for the protection of our families. A very important aspect, Sheikh, is that sometimes we prepare very much for our children and for our families in order to secure their future, the best education, buying them the best clothes. And perhaps sometimes we forget that the most potent and best form of preparation and gift to them is to constantly make du'a for them.
2: Allahu Akbar. That that is so true, uh, um, Muhammad Fasih, because the Nabi Muhammad says that the du'a of a mother and a father, and I would love to believe also the grandmother and the grandfather, there's no screen between them and Allah. If they make dua, it goes directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and almost exactly what I have said last week, that many of us, we are steadfast in the salah with the barakah of the du'as, either of our parents or our grandparents, or our great-grandparents, they've made dua in the dua of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, and Allah has accepted that, those du'as. Dear listeners, we are still busy with the du'as and the dhikr for the protection of, of all of us. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Our, our next advice for protection is to read every morning and every evening. Bismillahil-Ladhi la yadur ma asmih shayun fi ard wa la sama wa huwa samiul alim Bismillahil-Ladhi la yadur ma asmih shayun fi ard wa la sama wa huwa samiul alim Bismillah in the name of Allah with which with, with whose name listen to this with whose name nothing in this world and nothing in Sama and nothing in the Sama will be able to harm you Allahu Akbar. And he Allah is the all-hearing and the all-knowing. Allah is the all-hearing and the all-knowing. Allah knows about everything. Allah knows about things that might possibly harm you. And the barakah and the power of these words, the Nabi Muhammad says, nothing will harm you for the whole day and for the whole evening. Allahu Akbar. Allow me to say, my dear listeners, This is just as a form of encouragement It's nothing to do with boast Astaghfirullah I mean for more than 20 years Every morning After Fajr and every evening After Maghrib We in Portland's Masjid Alhamdulillah We read these words of Rasulullah Of the advice of Rasulullah Every morning without fail And that is important parts Without fail In, in, In other words To be consistent So we either do it in a masjid or we do it at home, but we that is part of our of our wirt. You know, our, our daily, daily remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and carrying out the advice of Rasulullah. And also in to believe in it. If Rasulullah says if you read these words, nothing will harm you, nothing in this world fill sama, then you must believe in the words of Rasulullah. So please write it down and remember it and teach it to your children. Bismillah illedi Laya Durru Ma'asmihi Shayun fil ordisamah wahu wasamiul alim. Bismillahiledi Laya Durru Ma'asmihi Shayun Filordi Walafisamah Wahuasamiul Alim. In the name of Allah, with with whose name? Nothing in the earth and nothing in the sama will do you any harm. And Allah is the all-hearing, the all-hearing and the all-knowing. Saying these words three times in the morning and three times in the evening, Rasulullah guarantees us, guarantees us that Allah will protect us. Allahu Akbar. And the next advice for protection is to read the three quls three times in the morning, in the evening. It might sound a lot, but because the situation is so serious, we need to do it. We need to become serious about it. Allahu Akbar. To read three the three quls in the morning, three times, in other words, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Qullu wallahu ahada, Allahu s lam yalida walam yulada, walam yakullahu kufwaan ahada. Just imagine Jamaatul uh, Muslimin, as a reminder again, that our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, if you read Suratul Ikhlas, once, then Allah gives you the reward as if you've read a third of the Qur'an. What does that mean? If you read it three times, Allah will write down for you and give you the reward as if you've read the Qur'an, the whole Qur'an, Allahu Akbar. So part of seeking protection from Allah is to read, Kul had 3 times and also kul a'udhu birabbil falaq Bismillah Rahman rahim kul a'udhu birabbil falaq min sharri ma khalaq wa min sharri ghasiqin idha waqab wa min sharri nffathati fil 'uqad wa hasidin idha hasad 3 times and then 3 times Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Kul a'udhu bi rabbin nas Malikin nas Ma uh, We must uh, give a kasra, a ih sound to the Li. A lot of people say malakin nas It's not malakin nas, it's malikin nas The king of, 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 of people not the Malak means uh, uh, an angel Allah is not an angel of the people Allah is the, the king of all people Kul a'udhu bi rabbin nas Malikin nas min nas. So what was mean? Just imagine our beloved Nabi Muhammad said to us that Rasulullah used to seek protection from Allah in different ways and in different wordings. But since the revelation of the three calls in kulla'udhu bi Rabbil Falaq, in bi Rabbil Nas, the Nabi only seek protection from Allah via these three surahs. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Listen to it again. The Nabi Muhammad says, I used to seek protection in Allah in different ways. But since the revelation of these three surahs, the Nabi Muhammad seek protection from Allah via these three surahs, three times in the morning and three times in the evening Allahu above. <clears throat> my dear listeners a- another way to to, to, to to get protection from Allah is to make Sadaqah to make Sadaqah Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain uh, said in uh, in uh, advice that he gives every day even if it's five rand even if it's two rand or one rand if you can give more give more but the sadaqah To give sadaqah protects you from calamities before it happens Allah Akbar And even after the calamity happens Allah will raise it Allah will lift it because of the sadaqah So sadaqah keeps away bala keeps away calamities So be, 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 be uh, keen to give sadaqah Sadaqa, I'm saying again, will keep away calamities Bala, Allahu Akbar And one of the qualities of the people of Taqwa they love to give They give They're not stingy The nature of human beings they love to keep money for themselves but the nature of the true believers the nature of the people of Taqwa they love to give and listen to what Allah says they give in adversity or in prosperity. In other words, whether they've got a lot of money or even if they've got just enough for themselves, they will still give. Akbar. So once again, another way to protect us from all this crime that is happening in the world and in South Africa is to love to give sadaqah. So just before we, we, we go to our... Our negotiating partners a successful marriage. Just remember to say three times in the morning and three times in the evening. Bismillahi la yadr ma asmhi shayun fi al-arz walafis-sama wa huwa samiul alim. Bismillahi l-ladhi la yadr ma asmhi shayun fi al-arz walafis-sama wa huwa samiul alim. And to read three times in the morning and three times in the evening. The three culs, Kulhu Allah Ahad, Allahu Samadh, Lamya Lida, Walla Mu Lad Walla Kulla Kufun Ahad, and Bismillah Rahman Rahim Kul Audu Birubbil Falak bin Sharri Mahulak Wamin Sharri Ho Siddin Ida Wakob Wamin Sharri Nafah Thatifil Oqadi Wamin Sharri Hasiddin i the Hasad and Bismillah Rahman Rahim Kul Audu Birub bin Malikin nas. I'm sure that there are so many listeners that want to hear it again in the du'as, but inshallah, before we complete, we're gonna read it again to our beloved listeners. Beloved mothers and fathers, last week we made an important point about about marriage and about how to make uh, how to how to bring happiness to your your life partner and we mentioned the hadith when Rasulullah was asked Ayyul a'hab what, what is the, the the deeds that is that are most beloved to Allah and, and that is always a question that came from the Sahaba they just wanted to know what 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 is the most beloved deeds to Allah so that they can have the satisfaction of Allah and so that they can have the love of Allah Allahu Akbar you know, just recently I I read from Malik ibn Dinar that he says the Inna ahlat dunya, Inna ahlat dunya, harjou minha, wama zaqu atyab ma fiha. قيل وما أطيب ما فيها قال محبة الله. Malik ibn Dinar, rahmatullah alay says that the people of of the dunya and all those people they just love this dunya and they so much of the dunya, they live this world without tasting. The purest and the sweetest thing of this world, Allah but listen to what Malik bin Dinar says. They have left this world without without tasting the most purest and loveliest and sweetest thing in this world. So they they ask him now, now what is the most purest and the sweetest and the and the lovely most you know wonderful thing of this world? He said, Mahabbatullah. They left this world without tasting the love of Allah. So we, the, the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, what is the most beloved? Because they want to have, they wanted to, to achieve, they want to taste the love of Allah while they are in this world. So the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, what is the, the, the most beloved deed and action to Allah? You know what Rasulullah said? Sururun tutkhiluhu ala nas. Happiness that you can bring to another person, Allah Akbar. And the Nabi Muhammad said didn't say Sururun Al muslimin Happiness that you can bring to people, it can be any person, Muslim or non-Muslim, Allahu Akbar. And that is so crucial for us today to, 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 to live in that under in that frame of understanding. That we're not here only because we when we want to deal with Muslims and we want to be good to Muslims. Rasulullah came as a rahmatan lil-'alamin, as a mercy to all of mankind. So the point that we wanted to make was, so if, if, it, if it is so good in the eyes of Allah, to bring happiness to any person in this world, what about bringing happiness to your life partner, to your wife or to your husband, Allahu Akbar? So I'm asking that question again. So what about always bringing happiness to your life partner? Not once in a while, always. That this is negotiating parties with successful marriage, not once in a while and once in a month or once in a year. We want to make my wife or my husband happy. No, it's a it's, it's it needs consistency. Always bring happiness to, to your wife or, or or to your husband. And we said last week that real happiness, bringing real happiness to your wife, is not confined to gifts and expensive gifts and flowers and beautiful flowers and chocolates but more importantly to bring happiness to your wife is to respect her and to honor her and to care for her you know sometimes I pick up some husbands when they refer to their wife uh, then, then uh, you know then then, then they say uh, and his wife sitting there it's almost like mouth, um, maybe if I'm, my understanding is wrong, I'm, Allah must give me mouth But it's almost degrading her, i Now you must honor your wife, you must be beautiful good about your wife Allahu But so more important than the gifts and, and the flowers Yes, so we, you can give the gifts, Allahu Akbar, Tahadu, tahabu the Muhammad says Uh, Give gifts to one another It brings love So giving gifts to your wife And giving gifts to your husband It's extremely required And it's good It brings love But it's not confined To to, to those things But more important To respect her To honor her To care for her Going out of your way To do that extra Special little things for her And show her that you Show her that you love her And always tell her My darling I love you uh, I loved you before our marriage At the beginning of the marriage And I'm even more in love with you uh, You know, people love to hear these things They, don't, they, they like to have confirmation Allah Akbar And, 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 and respect and honor also Part of, 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 of loving your wife And and make her happy Is to respect To respect her And, to, and not to respect her A family um, especially the mother and the father. and Likewise, the wife respect and honor and love her husband's family and especially the mother and the father. I always advise people that one of the secrets of a successful marriage is to take your mother-in-law and your father-in-law as your own mother and as your own father. And one of the examples that I always make to to, to, to illustrate about taking your mother as your own mother, uh, to your mother-in-law as your own mother, for example, then I said, my, my beloved mother, may Allah grant jannah for those, even while I was the president of the MCC, as my mama for me it's for geseeret, and for me it dan for And most of the time, my beloved mother, she was correct. But there were some times mother was wrong. But because of my love and my respect, for my mother, I would never say to my mama, Mama, why mama, and die praat, and die nonsense, astagfirullah. I almost nooit for my mama's sikker dinge sê nie. Now the same, the same when your mother-in-law says something you and you know that she's wrong, you treat her the same, because she's your mother, you take her as your own mother, you don't, you slik it mad it, and you swallow it in, what your mama gaseer. So I will never for my own mama sê nie, Mama, why mama, and die nonsense, now, I will never even raise my, my my stem for my mother here. The same, the same, the very same you must treat your mother-in-law and your father-in-law.
1: Beautiful words there by Sheikh uh, Ibrahim Gabriels. And this is the program Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will have still another segment and then the final one. And that would conclude this program. So do stay tuned. We still have a few questions we'd like to answer as well in this segment. And that will be coming up. Uh,
0: in a little bit.
1: Assalamu warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Welcome back to Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage with uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel uh, in studio with us uh, once again uh, Just before the break we, 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 we spoke about um,
2: the husband going out of his way going out of his way to make his wife happy Allah Akbar mm-hmm. and based on the hadith based on the important hadith a beautiful hadith of Rasulullah so, so when Rasulullah asked, was asked Ya Rasulullah, what is the most beloved deed to Allah? And the Nabi Muhammad said to bring happiness and to bring a smile to another person. We've made the example last week. Just imagine a person, he's about to lose his house. He has worked for his house for years and for years. He took out a mortgage bond and, and, and uh, uh, he paid for, he worked hard for 30 years and his wife also worked and then he lost his job and he couldn't pay the bond and he was about to about to lose a house allahu akbar and the, this is what what the what the what the institutions of riba interest money are doing they are sharks they've got no mercy you still have to, you have paid already a one and a half million you still have to pay just fifty thousand or even ten thousand or even two thousand maybe even five hundred they will take you home but just imagine you are still owing twenty thousand rand And you're about to leave, you're about to leave your house. You are crying. You don't know what to do. And somebody came, one of your family members came, or your neighbor came, or a a friend of you. You haven't seen him for years. He came and said, my brother, I'm giving this 20,000 for you as sadaqah. Allahu Akbar. Imagine that the face of that person would change from a grumpy face to a face of smiling and happiness. The Nabi Muhammad says, that is... That's, I'm just giving that as an example. There are many other ways. Nabi Muhammad says, that is the best deed in the eyes of Allah. Because if people if with these difficulties, when they become happy, then Allah is also happy. Allahu Akbar. Ya And all of us, we are happy. And that is how we're supposed to be. Now, the point I want to make is, uh, uh, that what about bringing happiness, always happiness to your wife? And now we're going to speak about bringing happiness to your husband bringing happiness to your husband Uh, and we said last week that one of the most important things that makes the husband or your husband happy is when the wife goes out of her way and consistently to beautify her for especially for her husband. One of the mistakes that uh, so many women are doing today is when they go out to a wedding to eat and treat and so on. When they're shopping they put on the most beautiful clothes but they don't care how they look when the husband comes home. He had a difficult day, hard work, whether he's on the building, whether he's in his office, he had so many problems and so many difficulties. When he comes home and he opens the door and here is his princess or his queen waiting for him beautifully dressed beautifully lovely perfumed waiting for him, with open arms, his tea is ready, his food is ready, then the whole world changes for him, Allahu Akbar, the whole world changes for him. Uh, I must be open and must be frank that maybe we have neglected this part of of our life and and bringing that happiness to to the husband. If you are one of those uh, people that always do it and beautify yourself as advised by Rasulullah, my dear sister, Alhamdulillah, thank Allah. If you didn't do it, if you've neglected it, if you only do it once per year, my dear sister, this is what this program is all about. This is what our deen is all about. Our deen is about giving nasiha. Our deen is not about trampling on the toes of a person. Our deen is not about, uh, and and, and that's why I want to bring now the the, the two remarks. Just
0: before she mentions
1: that, I think uh, perhaps it's appropriate to say also that Islam's wisdom in this sense about beautifying oneself for your wife or for your husband yeah. is appropriate because at the end of the day this protects the gays from wandering load, uh, and I mean we find that in our society so much where uh, you find a husband and a wife having problems in their marriage as a result of this mm-hmm. because the wife didn't put enough effort in or the husband didn't put enough yes. effort in and then we find a third person entering the marriage That's subhanAllah right. and yeah. people ask where did we go wrong yes. but sometimes because they didn't maintain What Allah has given them And they didn't show appreciation For what Allah's point Has given them Perhaps that is Where shaitan kept in That's
2: right That's exactly What's, what's happening Unfortunately Fasih, uh, And that's why I'm saying again For the second time That is why We have this program That is why We have the, the, the Voice of the cape In your house In your vehicle So that you can Share with one another And that we can uh, Protect our marriages And save our marriages And, and bring that happiness in fact, uh, in my Tuesday night class, and, and uh, I've got a class in the Portens Mazin, I, I said uh, to, uh, to to the people that uh, I advise all the months, uh, you know, change your breedskamer every five day ja. Why must you have a, the same breedskamer for 20 years and the gedeine hangel in the like so, padkamer, the like so, slotter? You know, you must make the life more exciting. Allah <laughs> So it's a it's a role of the husband and the wife, and that's why I want to comment on the remarks that was uh, that was sent unto us last week. Assalamualaikum. Uh, I think that need to apply to the men too because they they can neglect themselves. Exactly, you're right, my sister. And the other comment is, Salam sheikh What a man! Uh, uh, what a man that forever smells like an estray, And I the man Muhammad was you know, so, uh, you know, on a very serious note, uh, I didn't mention this before, because it's, a, uh, you know, uh, my ustaz in Medina many years ago said that, um, and, and, and oh, I first want to say that we never encourage people to talak or to fasakh. But my, my ustaz was so brave to say in the Haram of Medina that if, if a husband if his mouth as a monarch in a rookerie an and he will friend with his and he will soon say so for him but as a as a monarch, as she has got the right if he doesn't listen and, and try to improve it, she has got the right to go forward to, to seek for a vasag yes, you know the Nabi Muhammad waslam, was the most handsome man but the Nabi Muhammad prepared himself for his wife so he beautified himself it from liquor perfume. Said, Allahu Akbar. Abdullah ibn Abbas, when he was asked, when he did it, he said, if you your And so Abdullah ibn Abbas said, They have got the same rights over us that we have over them. The rights of the husband is that the, the wife must beautify her. And the same right is to for the, for the wife that the man put for him, say, for Muaymar, for say, Allahu Akbar.
0: Bismillah.
1: The voice uh, of Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. Uh, When we come back, we'll be into our final segment. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage with Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels here on VSC, also broadcasting to you on 89.8 and 90.9, as well as www.vocfm.clz for picking us up via audio stream. Of course, Sheikh spoke before the break about uh, um, the uh, relationship between husband and wife in terms of appearance, in terms of um, the effort that a husband needs to put in and the effort that the wife needs to put in. What I'm hearing, Sheikh, is that marriage is not uh, something that runs itself. It's Mm. two people that need to run it. SubhanAllah. And put that effort in. And you hear sometimes about people fantasizing about when they're going to get married and um, what their husband must be like and what the wife must be like. But when the reality kicks in and they realize that, you know what, I've gained the title of wife or I've gained the title of husband, but my responsibilities now become more and they they become something that I now need to assume. Sometimes Perhaps people, when they look at this, they start to feel as if, you know what, why must I do this? Why mm. must I do that? Mm. Not realizing at the end of the day, that is part of the contract that you're taking. Akbar,
2: Allah Akbar. Muhammad, I'm so happy that, you, you, uh, that, that it comes from you also. Because that was exactly what I wanted to try to say. That, uh, because sometimes both husband and wife, they, they uh, neglect their responsibilities. They feel, ach, ek has al getrood al vir uh, klom jaren, ho kom wat ek nog vir my mooi maak, kom wat ek nog die doen. No, it is it is a marriage that goes until the end. Although, whether you are 60 years or 70 years old, it is still the same needs and the same rights and you know, om nog al die veel maak vrouw, om man. So that's why I just want to again remind my beloved sisters and, and daughters and mothers that the issue about beautifying yourself, your husband—it doesn't come from a, 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 any person in this world, and and to bring happiness to him, it doesn't come from. It comes from the greatest leader. It comes from the the person, the very person that was sent by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to give us guidance, and that's why the Nabi Muhammad says one of the signs of a, a salih wife, a pious wife, a good wife, إذا نظر إليها السرط. if he looks at her. Then she makes him extremely happy, says Rasulullah. So, so uh, I was now wondering all week, uh, you know, how I'm going to say this week uh, to, to ask sisters to be consistent in beautifying themselves. So I said to myself, isn't it going to be too hev- heavy and too much to ask? So I, I realized then, but so many women for years, they are working. And every morning when they leave the house, they, they take time to beautify themselves. And, and to go out of the way to beautify yourself so that people at work can see that she looks untrackly and moy. So uh, it's fine. I mean, in Allah jameel yuhibbul jamal. Allah as moy and Allah hufan moy But you are required, uh, you know, and must give preference to beautify, beautify yourself for, for your husband. May Allah subhanahu wa grant us to carry out the words of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. Salam salam. Salam. As I promised earlier, Muhammad Fasih and dear listeners, Uh, The one particular du'a that I'm going to read again uh, for protection is the du'a and the words that was said by Nabi Ya'aqoob Let us be consistent when our children leave for university, for school, wherever they go. And we we also leave, we read the powerful words, the words of the Qur'an. The words of Allah. These are the words of Allah. We are just pronouncing it, but it's Allah's words. فالله خير حافظا، وَهُوَ أرحم الراحمين. فالله خير حافظة وهو أرحم الراحمين. And also remember to read بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء، وَهُوَ Again، بسم الله الذي لا يضر شيء في الأرض. And the first one we've done, Bismillahi, La Hawla, Wala illa billah Bismillahi, La Hawla, Wala illa In conclusion, my dear listeners, uh, as we always uh, love to con- con- conclude, is just to remind everybody about the key to the Jannah, the Salah. Please make sure that yourself and your children and your grandchildren are steadfast on the Salah. And that will be the key to the success, uh, uh, not only going to Jannah, but the success of all your things in this world insha'Allah wa sallallahu
1: alayhi wa sallam wa alhamdulillah once again shikha so much to Sheikh uh, for coming in and sharing this beautiful nasiqah with us on the Sunday uh, afternoon and may Allah bless uh, Sheikh uh, and reward Sheikh for the efforts and also may we internalize this and make it part of our daily life the du'as that we've learned and also the advices that we can take forward in our lives in our married lives and even uh, with our families with our parents with our spouses with our um, brothers and sisters that Amen. we can inshallah become a stronger ummah. Because that's where the ummah starts really the, the strength of the ummah starts from the home. Subhanallah. And Sheikh Assalamu alaykum wa Wa
2: alaykum assalam wa rahmatullah
1: wa barakatuh. Jazakallah. Uh, from us from as well as
0: Sheikh Ibrahim, we pray assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.